Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Jennifer Lopez and Alice Rodriguez, Lori Loughlin and Massimo John Nulia, Tracy Morgan, Ricky Schrouder, 21 Savage, and a whole lot more. So let's get started. Roll it. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up in NYC Up on the train and the radio is all I need In the fuse and celeb news, I let see That's entertainment, who became famous Number one source of pop culture, radio or not We gon' chase it, that's entertainment Save adolescents from the ghetto time stages Gotta make a change in that's entertainment Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune The bins is nice, the jacks is the better cruise There is no car, I win cause you plan to lose Smooth just like that. Sammy Jones do it best. Come on, just know that. Been blessed by the Lord once. Wait on that. Blog radio, your speakers better be on max. Real facts, if it's whack, we'll speak on that. Just celebrity news, a new feed, and my melody tune. So, Tammy, you back up me, I back up you. It's entertainment for your head, baby. Just come through, she's on air now. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment and celebrity news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any today's stories, you can give me a call at 347-637-2656 and Press the number one, or you can make a comment. Now, the chat room is now open, so if you want to make a comment, just go into the chat room, and I'll read it on air. And also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen. That's S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NYs are mostly cloudy, fifty-five degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I want to. Um, Give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you once again for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. And also, again, going back to if you want to make a comment about any of today's story, if you're going to call in, do not call in here making derogatory comments or saying mean or being rude. This is a serious show, and, um, you know, if you don't want to listen, nobody's giving you – know, you don't have to listen to the whole show or you don't have to listen to the show. But if you're serious and you like entertainment and you want to make a comment, make sure you call in at 347-637-2656, press the number one, serious callers only. If I hear that you're getting ready to make a, uh, a rude comment, you're going to get hung up. So please, don't call on the show. I work very hard to give a quality show. And the last thing I need is for someone to call in and be rude and obnoxious and be disrupted and you're not talking about anything. So please, you know, it's, it's, you know, there's all the people who want to listen to the show and they don't need foolishness coming on the air, and I definitely don't need that. So if you're going to be serious and you want to make a comment, and if I find out that you're getting ready to say something rude, you're going to get hung up. But uh, how is everybody doing? It's the eve before Thanksgiving. And uh, we have a lot to talk about this week. Uh, people are still going to see relatives. People are still flying, driving, visiting family and friends, despite what the CDC says, that uh, we should not be visiting family and friends because we're still in a pandemic. But apparently people are still flying and going places. And on this show today, we're going to be talking about how uh, one celebrity couple is facing backlash by doing that exact same thing. We're talking about Jennifer Lopez and uh, uh, Alex Rodriguez. They posted a, uh, a post on their Instagram page of them getting ready to head on a plane 
and going somewhere for the holidays, and people are saying, you know, how selfish could they be? They got a lot of backlash about it, and the post is still up, so we're going to be talking about that. Um, also, uh, Lori Lachlan and her husband, uh, Mosimo Giannulli, they have reportedly paid off their fines and, uh, you know, with the levies against them for the role they played in that college admission scandal. Uh, we're going to be talking about that. They're getting ready to serve. They, I know Lori already started serving jail time. Now it's her husband. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, speaking of holidays and the Thanksgiving, uh, Tracy Morgan is, uh, he keeps playing it for it. He was spotted distributing 1,000 turkeys to a resident in Brooklyn. And he also did this last year. Um, he He's always giving back to the community. He knows what it's like. He's been there. And the former Saturday Night Live cast member joined a list of celebrities who are doing a lot of charitable acts ahead of Thanksgiving, uh, French Montana, Nick Cannon, Dr. Dre. They're just a few of some of the celebrities that's giving back. Even Tyler Perry did something, uh, I think, last week, uh, earlier this week. Also, um, speaking of selfishness, uh, actor Ricky Schrouder, um apparently contributed 150000 towards uh, the alleged killer, Kyle Rittenhouse. He put up the bail. But that's not just, that's just part of it. That's not the selfish part. Well, in a way, people are wondering why is he trying to, why is he making bail for this guy uh, who is an alleged killer? But also, too, um, I believe, uh, you know, in this report, it doesn't say if Ricky Schrouder is a Republican, but he is a supporter of Donald Trump. He um, was saying uh, on his social media that he's uh, anti-mask. And in his latest Instagram post, he said that uh, uh, that we are losing our freedoms by wearing a mask. Okay, and he said that his home is going to be filled with many loved ones as possible for Thanksgiving, and that's how the hell that he chose. That was, uh, I'm just paraphrasing. See, and this is what we're talking about. Um, Also, this week, 21 Savage, uh, we want to uh, send our condolences to him. He just lost his brother. Uh, Apparently, his brother passed away uh, due in, um, he was uh, stabbed. In South London this past weekend So You know our condolences to him But uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg Let's get started Um, You know from You know they say that You know For most people You know this year Thanksgiving is going to be different And speaking of Thanksgiving You know they're saying that uh, The Macy's Day Parade Which is going to be tomorrow Is going to also be different because they're going to do, instead of, you know, the, the the normal crowds, everything, you're going to be able to watch it virtually. Um, it's the 94th year. There won't be the normal 2.5-mile parade route or the crowds along the way. Instead, the event will be tied onto, only to the cameras in front of Macy Harrell Square flagship store on 34th Street here in New York City. Um and and they wanted to treat the I, I heard that the producers are treating this year parade like a movie set. Uh, they've been able to work with the city of New York and the New York Police Department in identify areas to block off so that crowds don't try to crash the parade. Now, uh, Savannah Guthrie, Hoda Copy, and Al Roker of uh, NBC's Today Show uh, will be. I believe they're going to still be. Broadcasting And um, yeah They're going to be hosting the three hour telecast And other performers Are going to be there as well uh, Including uh, Tori Kelly, Patti LaBelle Leslie Odom Jr. Kiki Palmer, Dolly Parton B.B. Rexa, Jordan Sparks That's just some of the people The, uh, the cast of Ain't Too Proud of Beg uh, The Life and Times of Temptation Hamilton uh, just they're gonna be set to show, be showcased. So, but everything is different. Um, getting back to uh, J Lo and A Rod uh, again, they were 
they put a post on uh, their social media account, the Instagram account, and and because the pandemic has spoiled many of our annual family traditions, for some reason, Jennifer Lopez and Alice Rodriguez didn't let the COVID-19 ruin their holiday plans. And yesterday, on Tuesday, November 24th, the couple flew on a private jet to head to their destination where they will be possibly gathering with their big family. And if their travel miles away is not insensitive enough, in this time of crisis, A-Rod posted an image on his Instagram page that showed him and his fiance relaxing on the bed with a 1500 Hermes comforter across from him while J-Lo was busy with her phone. And they had their dog, a lady, who was also uh, on the plane with them. And J-Lo commented on her fiance's post, Family time, my fate, unquote. But not everyone was excited as J Lo uh, at J Lo after seeing A Rod's post, particularly in the unfortunate circumstances that have limited most people access to visiting their distant relatives. And responding to A Rod's question, one person got real as writing saying, staying home with my family and kids to help slow the spread of COVID. Another person shared, said they had similar plans. They say that they're not having anyone over doing, they're saying they're doing their part to not gather with family, doing our part to try and be the solution and not the problem. And a third person also said, we cancel all of them. We're in the middle of a pandemic. And some of the other people were straight in calling out the couple. They said, quote, the CDC said guys shouldn't travel. Don't you care about others? Another person said, really? The CDC has recommended that no one travel for Thanksgiving, and doctors are pleading with us to keep Thanksgiving with just our immediate household for one year. And I'm surprised to see someone with a platform like theirs what what they posted, and it's hard for those who who um, are are trying to sacrifice this year to see this. And uh, there were also some people taking issue with the fact that A. Rod was insensitive enough by showing off their privilege while many are currently struggling financially. Uh, this is what one person sarcastically responded. They said, quote, your world is way more interesting. We do not have a jet. We do not have a job as a shutdown. We do not have much, but we do have health. Another person said that they were fed up. People lost their job. Maybe stop posting your private jet. We get it. You're rich. People are really struggling. Maybe don't post your enormous wealth on a private plane with Hermes blankets. Compassion is all you need right now. Unquote. Now, neither A-Rod nor J-Lo had responded to the backlash while the photo is still up on their Instagram feed. And you know what? I Don't get me wrong. I like J-Lo and A-Rod, but I can understand where people are coming from because I have uh, family members that are going to visit other families. They're going on plane. They're driving. It is so dangerous. They just were showing on the news how the uh, people are flying on planes, crowded planes. Uh, they're not, they, you know, people waiting on lines. They're not really social distancing. Uh, you know, the trays that you put when you go through uh, the the detector, uh, you know, the trays where you have to put your luggage, your, your laptops and keys and stuff, there's so many people touching those things. Now, some airports have uh, TSA agents taking the, uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the crates down for the passengers, but there's so, some airports where there's no agent there handing you a crate to put your belongings in, okay? So everybody's touching that. You know, if you don't have gloves, you you know, you're touching that. If you don't have hand sanitizer, immediately everybody's touching that. So I can understand where people are coming from because, you know, I would love to go travel and see my family in another state, but I know that the risk is very high. I know that, and and see, and this goes to show you how selfish we are uh, here in America because, you know, they are we have a a spike in a, in cases all across this country and the healthcare workers the nurses and the doctors they're overwhelmed and it's like nobody cares about the healthcare workers there's no beds they're running out of space but everybody's going about flying and going places like 
there's no pandemic out here. So I can understand why fans are angry and upset and, and how selfish, not just celebrities, but just everyday people in this country. So I get it, and I feel you on that. I'm, I, you know, I like J Lo and A Rod, but I understand where fans are talking about that this is wrong. We have uh, it's 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow up button on top of the show page, and it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, you can also check out uh, our Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain one And uh, also, if you can't listen to the show in, in its entirely, we also post the show on the Facebook page and on our Twitter account. So that way, if you can't be with us for the hour, you can always come back and listen, uh, and listen to the show on the social media pages, and you can also come back and listen to the archives right here on BTR. Lori Loveland and her uh, husband, Massimo Giannulli, uh, has reported paid off their fines levied against them for their roles in the college admission scandal. Citing court documents, TMZ reported that the 56-year-old Fuller, Fuller House star has paid her $150,000 fine while her husband, Newley, John Newley, uh, 57, has also made good with the courts, paying off his $250,000 debt. In addition to the fine, the couple must serve prison time, two months for Laughlin and five for John Newley, as well as complete a certain number of hours of community service. Now, both John Newley and Laughlin will spend America's Thanksgiving holiday behind bars. She is currently serving her two-month term at the Federal Correctional Institute in Dublin, California, while her husband is being held at the Federal Correctional Institute in Lompoc in California. And reporting to the Federal Correctional Institution, Lompoc in California uh, on November 19, the Massimo founder expected to serve his full sentence as his time behind bars will overlap with Laughlin. It was reported that the facility, the faculty that John Newley reported to is a male-only institution and located less than three hours outside of Los Angeles where he lives with his family. The couple was handed the punishment in August after pleading guilty to offering up bribes to help their two daughters get into the University of Southern California. They paid scam mastermind William Rick Singer to fabricate their resume so that they could get onto the University of Southern California. Tracy Morgan keeps paying it forward just day after being spotted helping to distribute more than 1,000 turkeys to the Tompkins Houses residence in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Tracy, uh, who we all know from uh, the 30 Rock show, he embraced the spirits of, spirit of giving by handing out more than Thanksgiving favorite fowls in another borough of the city. And on Tuesday, November 24th, the 52-year-old was caught on camera giving away the holiday turkeys to people gathering at the Mott Haven Community Center in the Bronx. And for the charitable act, the last OG star joined forces with the Greater New York Automobile Dealer Association and Eastside House Settlement. And speaking about his hand-on involvement, he told News 12 Brooklyn, quote, this is our way to give back to communities for giving to us, unquote. And before taking part in the Bronx event, Tracy did a similar thing in Brooklyn, and he also uh, he reported that he, along with the Stop and Shop and the Wakefern Food Corp, they donated more than 1,000 turkeys to the Tompkins Houses resident on Saturday, November 21st. Now, the former Saturday Night Live cast member joined a list of celebrities who did such a terrible act ahead of Thanksgiving. A French Montana also gave away 500 turkeys to those in need in the Bronx one day prior. Nick Cannon and Dr. Dre, on the other hand, sponsored a Feed Your City Challenge event in the latter hometown of Compton on Saturday, November 23rd, to give people free groceries. And uh, in Atlanta, Tyler Perry did the same thing as well. He and his... um, Staff and employees gave out Thanksgiving dinners to so many needy families in the Atlanta area. And and that's what it's all about, you know, giving back. 
because a lot of people have lost their jobs due to this pandemic. Uh, a lot of, and a lot of people are families with children, and a lot of people are first time uh, being on these um, feed lines. We're get, getting food. Uh, there's some of them is just going on getting on these lines for the very first time. They never saw, you know. Some people haven't even volunteered doing this thing, but now they're the, they're on the receiving end. Now there are they get, taking and get taking advantage of getting food and, and to feed their family. So and you gotta remember, a lot of people are sick with the COVID, so it affects a lot of people. So you know, shouts out to all these celebrities that are giving back. Um, actor Ricky Schroeder reportedly. Uh, he contributed $150,000 towards an alleged killer, Kyle Rittenhouse, for for a $2 million bail. The NYPD Blue Star donation to the funds emerged after one of Rittenhouse attorneys, Len Wood, tweeted a triumphant photo on Friday showing lawyer John Pierce, Rittenhouse, and Shrouder shortly after Kyle was released from custody. And this was reported by TMZ. Lindell is the founder and CEO of MyPillow and an avid supporter of Trump. Rittenhouse, uh, 17, reportedly shot three protesters after traveling with an AR-15-style rifle from Anarch, Illinois, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, on August 25th of this year while the city was engulfed in civil unrest following an earlier shooting by a Kenosha police officer that left Jacob Blake paralyzed. The teenager was charged with multiple counts of homicide and unlawful possession of a firearm. He claimed he was acting in self-defense. And while many people on social media criticized Shrouder for his involvement in the case, journalist Seth Lawless tweeted that the actor's publicist told him the contribution was contingent on rights to Rittenhouse Story, a.k.a. Documentary. Now, Ricky Shrouder himself is an anti-masker. Uh, in his latest Instagram post, he said, quote, there are things worse than de- death, like losing our freedom, like leaving our children a bankrupt nation morally and financially. My home will be filled with as many loved ones as possible this Thanksgiving and whatever the hell I choose, unquote. Well, Ricky, you're going to have that's selfish of you, and you, your family will be dead or sick. Since you feel like you are uh, losing, and and this and this is what gets me upset about this country, and and why people are only think um, thinking about themselves. Like again, like I said last week, there are two types of, of Americans here. There's the people that give a give a damn. I was going about about the curse that give a damn about your neighbors, about your friends, about your loved ones, and then there's the ones that don't give a damn, and all they care about is themselves. And that's why this virus is never going to go away. That's why people are going to be more, there are going to be more deaths coming up in the next several weeks because of this kind of attitude. Now, of course, we got, there's a vaccine coming, and even though it's saying, uh, Pfizer says 95% effective, there's still some side effects. There's still some side effects. So, and for the average person to get uh, get the the actual vaccine, that won't take place until the spring. So, uh, Twenty One Savage is mourning the loss of his brother. The London-born rapper took to his Instagram page on Monday, November twenty-third, to reveal that his younger brother, Terrell Davis, has passed away and paid tribute to him. 21 Savage posted a throwback photo of him and his late brother as kids. He also shared pictures of Terrell as an adult and wrote in the caption, quote, can't believe somebody took you, baby bro. Sharing his regret, the 28-year-old star added, quote, I know I took my anger out on you and I wish I could take that back, unquote. 21 Savage, who moved to Atlanta, Georgia at the age of seven, didn't reveal the cause of his brother's death, but it's reported that Terrell, a drill rapper known as TM One Way, was killed after being stabbed on the Blenheim Garden Estate in Brexton, South London, on Sunday night. Like I said, you know, life is too short, and we got to make sure that we stop the pettiness, stop the grudges, because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And 21 Savage proved that in his uh, the caption that he wrote to his brother. 
we send our condolences. Uh, Trent, tell us where the new concert documentary, Folklore, the Long Pond Studio Session, is heading to Disney+. Plus. The film, which was directed by Swift and filmed at Long Pond Studio, New York, was announced on Tuesday and will debut on the streamer just one day later, a short trailer for the project revealed. It sees Swift reuniting with the national Aaron Dessner, who owns the studio, and her other co-producer, Jack Ananoff, to perform each song off folklore and share the stories behind the tracks on the album. Bon Iver, Justin Vernon, who appeared on the track Exile, will also make a special guest appearance. The film marked the first time that Swift, Dessner, and Ananoff had performed folklore, which she surprised released amid the pandemic together. Recently, when she received the Songwriter of the Year Award from Apple Music, Taylor Swift explained how writing music helped keep her in touch with fans during an awful 2020. And this is what she said, quote, This particular year was a year when I really feel like songwriting was the one thing that was able to keep me connected to fans that I wasn't able to see in concert. I wasn't able to reach out my hand and touch somebody's hands in the front row. I wasn't able to take pictures with fans, so this, it means a lot to me. My songwriting and the way that fans respond to the song I write and the kind of dialogue back and forth and that kind of emotion exchange is what I feel like has kept really kept me going this year. And I really want to say thank you to the fans for that, unquote. John Boyega had a heart-to-heart with Lucasfilm chief Kathleen Kennedy after he went public with his frustrations with his role in the Star Wars franchise. John's portrayal of ex-Stormtrooper Finn was key to reboot installment, Star Wars The Force Awakened, but became less central to the plot of its two follow-ups, and he went public with his disappointment in a GQ interview this past summer. He had previously revealed that he had buried the hatchet with Disney's chief, but had now detailed how Kathleen offered him support once he had outlined his case to her. In his chat with GQ, the attack, the block star accused Disney bosses of marketing his character as, quote, much more important in the franchise than they are and then have them pushed to the side, unquote, and made a similar point about Finn on screen love interest Rose Tycho, played by Kelly Marie Tran. Johnny Depp had an unusual way of accepting an award. The 57-year-old actor was honored with the unique Visual Sensitivity Prize from the Polish Energa Camera Camera Image Film Festival over the weekend. And while he didn't have to attend the virtual event in person, he chose to accept the award behind bars. The film festival shared on its official social media account a picture of Depp flashing a smile behind the makeshift jail cell. And it said, uh, the caption accompanying the photo read this. It said, and greetings from Johnny Depp from the Bahamas. Now, the Jack Sparrow of the Pirate of the Caribbean film series was seen holding onto the award in one hand while pointing at it with the other hand. It's unclear what the reason behind Depp's choice of setting in the image, but he seemed to make a statement with it after losing his libel, libel, libel suit against the publisher of Britain's The Sun newspaper on November 2nd. As a result, the actor agreed to quit the Fantastic Beasts franchise, for which he was originally set to reprise his role in the third film. Now, Depp, who has filmed one day for Fantastic Beasts 3, reportedly received his full salary despite quitting the movie. Right now, we uh, have uh, 30 minutes after the uh, hour. Um, Coming up... We have uh, Sean Mendes. Apparently, he and his manager are going to be partnering with a permanent content, a new film, and a television production company. Uh, Meryl Streep is rapping about former First Lady Michelle Obama. And Courtney Cox paid tribute to filmmaker Wes Craven as she wrapped up production of the fifth, fifth screen movie. And... Kristen Stewart said that she wishes she would have been able to watch a gay Christmas rom-com like her new movie as a teenager. And actor Shannon Tatum is reuniting with his 21 Street director Phil Lord and Chris Miller to start in a universal classic monster movie reboot. And Netflix bosses have pulled all episodes of the Dave Chappelle old sketch shows. All those stories and more coming up within the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
Meryl Streep raps about former First Lady Michelle Obama in a brand new track from her movie musical, The Prom. The star performs the original song, Wear Your Crown in the Flick, also starring Nicole Kidman and James Corden, with the Mamma Mia star spitting bars about the former floaties. Now, this is, this is listen to the, the lyrics to this. She said, you got to wear your crown, your tiara. Now is the time to bust out the mascara. Who needs shade? There's nothing to lose. Dalo, we're living full in full technicolor. But if you sparkle, start to fade, go out and start your own parade. And if somebody starts in with new drama, just go hide like Michelle Obama. (laughs) This was written during a post-production because director Ryan Murphy decided the movie needed to end on a high. Now, co-songwriter Adam Anders told USA Today they wrote a female empowerment pop Broadway hybrid that would encompass all of the emotion of the film, but wrap it all in a up-tempo banger you can dance to. The prom is due to hit Netflix on December 11. Courtney Cox paid tribute to filmmaker Wes Craven as she wrapped production on the fifth Scream movie. The actress who reprised her role as ambitious news reporter Gail Weathers in the new movie titled Scream took to her Instagram page to share a photo of herself with the acclaimed horror director who died in 2015. In the snap taken on the set of the original Scream film, Cox wears a costume featuring a scarlet jacket and a white blouse and a white and red plaid skirt as she leaned over and embraces Craven in his director's chair. Now, Courtney also shared a new photo from the set of the screen reboot featuring his two directors, Matt Bettinelli, Open, and Tyler Gillette, as well as a shot of herself with returning star Ned Campbell and screenwriter Kevin Williamson. The actress has featured in each of the films in the series with her ex-husband, David Arquette, also returning for the fifth Scream installment. The two were married from 1999 to 2013. Scream is expected to hit theaters in January of 2022. And Kristen Stewart wishes she would have been able to watch a gay Christmas rom-com like her new movie, Happiest Season as a Teenager. The 30-year-old actress star alongside Mackenzie Davis in the new film, which follows a young woman who wants to propose to her girlfriend at a family holiday party, only to discover her partner hasn't come out to her conservative mom and dad. Now, Christian, who has been in a string of same-sex relationships and splitting from Twilight co-star Robert Pattinson in 2013, says that growing up would have been much easier if more big, family-friendly films address LGBTQ relationships. The movie is directed by actress and filmmaker Clea Duvall, who identified as a lesbian, and Christian see Happiest Season as a real sign of progress for LGBTQ representation in Hollywood. Happiest Season is available to buy and rent from November 26th. And actor Channing Tatum is reuniting with his 21 Jump Street director Phil Lord and Chris Miller to star in a Universal Classic Monsters movie reboot. It is not known which of the Universal Picture characters the film will focus on, but it's described as a modern-day tongue-in-cheek thriller, and this is according to Deadline. The untitled Monster Project will be based on an original idea by Tatum filmmaker partner Reed Carolyn, a producer on the Magic Mike franchise, and will be developed into a script by Wes Tuke. Uh, Universal Classic Monster is the name given to the group of horrors and sci-fi film produced by Universal Pictures officials in the early to mid-20th century with beloved characters including Frankenstein, The Mummy, Dracula, and The Invisible Man, which was recently remade with Elizabeth Moss and Aldous Hodge. A Dracula remake by Universal was released in 2014 titled Dracula Untold. It chronicles an origin uh, story of the Tyler character and starred Luke Evans, Dominique Cooper, Sarah Gaydon, and Charles Dance. Meanwhile, a new adaptation of The Mummy came out in 2017 directed by Alex Kurtzman. It followed a soldier who trapped, who was trapped in an ancient tomb, and that was the one that starred Tom Cruise, Annabella Wallace, uh, Sophia Botella, Jake Johnson, Courtney B. Vance, and Russell Crowe. Dane Cook is in talks to guest host Jeopardy following the passing of Alex Trebek earlier this month. The Good Luck Chuck star announced on Twitter on Monday that, inter, uh, that 
the guest hosts are being selected to fill the iconic presenter shows, and he's firmly on the list to take the helm. When news of Trebek's death was first reported, the 48-year-old was honored, and the host and uh, he, he was honored the host and called the show his best therapy session. After his half brother was found guilty of embezzling millions of dollars from him while working as his business manager. Now, the legal case was featured as a question on Jeopardy in 2018, and at that time, Cook made a joke of it on social media. Former Jeopardy champion Ken Jennings was announced as the first guest host to appear following Trebek's death at the age of 80 after a battle with pancreatic cancer. He also served as a consulting producer and will tape his episode starting on November 30th. Mary J. Blythe is reteaming with 50 to develop a new TV comedy. The hip-hop superstars will produce Family Affair, which will follow an R&B musician who is suddenly forced to take on a new parental role to raise his sister's four children. Now, the project, which shared the same title as Blige's hit 2001 song, will be written by Devin and Renata Shepard, who will also serve as executive producer. It has been given a pilot order by bosses at the at U.S. Network, ABC. Now, Blige and 50 are already close colleagues as the singer starred on the Power spinoff, Power Book 2, Ghost, which the In the Club rapper executive produced. The crime drama series was picked up for a second season in September following a record-breaking premiere on the U.S. cable network, Stars. In addition to Ghost, Stars ordered three more spinoffs, Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, Power Book 4, Influence, and Power Book 5, Fourth, as the original show concluded in 2019 after six seasons. Unfortunately, production on Ghost and Raising Canaan was put on hold earlier this year due to COVID-19 pandemic. Ghost continued where the original series leaves off, while Raising Canaan is set as a prequel series to follow Canaan Stark during the 90s. Influence is expected to revolve around the character of Rashad Tate, and Force is going to be uh, chronicle the story of Tommy Egan leaving New York for good. Right now we have 16 minutes uh, left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Real hot girls. And if the feet lines, you know little suits made it. Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy,
For my girl Megan the Stallion and Body. Oh, and congratulations on her win at the American Music Awards. And uh, I think, is she up for a Grammy? I have to recheck because well, the Grammy story is coming up. But um, Stranger Things producers are stepping up the horror factor on the hit show by casting a Nightmare on M Street star Robert Ingram in the upcoming fourth season. The horror icon famed for bringing Freddy Krueger to life on screen will play Victor Creel, a psychiatric patient in prison for a gruesome murder in the 1950s. He joined Harry Potter, actor Jamie Campbell Bower, Booksmart, Eduardo Franco, and Joseph Quinn from Catherine the Great as newcomers for season four, which is currently in production following a delay due to the coronavirus shutdown. Others added to the cast are Botch, Mason Dye, Sherman Augustus from Into the Bandlands, and Nicola Dorico from Genius. Comedian Travis Noah will host the 2021 Grammys Awards. The Daily Show presenter was announced as a person set to take the reign for the 63rd edition of the Music Prize Giving on January 31st. And uh, this is what the Recording Academy announced yesterday, actually. It will be the South African's Funny Man first time hosting the ceremony, taking over from last year's host, Alicia Keys. The announcement of Noah as host comes shortly before the nominees are revealed on Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific. The ceremony will air on U.S. Network CBS with details of the event and how it was affected by the COVID-19 pandemic yet to be decided. Previous hosts for the biggest nights and music event included LL Cool J, the two-time Grammy winner served as a host for the award show for five consecutive years from the 54th Grammy Awards in 2012 through the 58th Grammy Awards in 2016. James Corden later took over the gig for the next two following years before passing the torch to Alicia Keys. And speaking, Beyonce knows it's going for gold at the 63rd Annual Grammy Awards after leading all artists with nine nominations, including two for Record of the Year. Black Parade and Savage Remake with Megan Thee Stallion has landed Beyonce a double mention in the top category, while the former will also compete for Song of the Year as well as Best R&B Performance and Song. Black is King, the visual accompaniment to The Lion King, The Gift. The superstar soundtrack for her 2019 Disney remake is shortlisted for Best Music Film, and Brown Skin Girl is up for Best Music Video. Additionally, the Savage remake is nominated for Best Rap Performance and Song. The nine new nods make Beyonce the most nominated female artist in Grammy Award history, with 79 over the course of her career, during which she has won 24. She is the second most nominated artist of all time, now tied with Sir Paul McCartney with the duo trailing Beyonce rap mogul husband Jay-Z, whose real name is Sean Carter, and Chrissy Jones, who both boasts 80 total nominations. Jay-Z's career tour, which he has so far won 22, including three mentions for 2021 ceremony, all for helping to co-write Black Parade and Savage Remake. The 2021 Grammy looks set to be a big night for the ladies with Dua Lipa, Taylor Swift, Brittany Howard, Phoebe Bridger, Fiona Apple, Janae Aiko, and Billie Eilish among the multiple nominees, while there's also a nod for late star John Prine, Toot Hebert, and Leonard Cohen. Um, K-pop group BTS, arguably the biggest boy band in the world, they earned their first ever Grammy Award nomination on Tuesday for their hit song, Dynamite. They were nominated for Best Pop Duo Group Performance category alongside other pop giants like Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift and Bon Iver, and Justin Bieber and Quavo. The group posted a video of their live reaction on Twitter after the announcement, captioned with excitement keyboard smash. In the video, four of the seven members, V, Jungkook, RM, and Jimin, wait anxiously on the couch, appearing on the edge of their seats before jumping up and cheering when their nomination is announced. 
In a separate post afterward, the band thanked their fans for supporting them during difficult times and the Recording Academy for their great honor. The video has racked up nearly 12 million views and 1.8 million likes. Dynamite marks BTS' first single song completely in English after it released their after it was released in August, the song ranked up to 101.1 million views by the end of its first day, becoming the most viewed music video premiere on YouTube. It sat atop of the Billboard Hot 100 chart for two weeks, the first time a K-pop group has achieved this milestone. Fans of the band who call themselves ARMY, which stands for Adorable Representative MC for Youth, celebrate the news online, some arguing that the nomination was a long time coming, given the band breakthrough success with U.S. audiences. Many had hoped for a nomination at last year's Grammy and voiced outrage on social media when the group was shut out. The group and the Army also got involved in international social activism. The group donated $1 million to Black Lives Matter in June, prompting their fans to match the donation. BTS first performed in Los Angeles in 2014 and toured the country in 2015 and 2017. They became the first K-pop act to win a Billboard Music Award and make the top 10 of the Billboard 200 charts in 2017. And later that year, they made their... U.S. television debut performing at the American Music Awards. Their fame has only grown since then, and this year they brought home two prizes at the American Music Awards and closed out the ceremony with a performance of Dynamite. Justin Bieber are among the nominees at the 2021 Grammy Awards. A Canadian star who scored four Grammy nods revealed in a new Instagram post that he's grateful for the honor, though he believes that he's being put in the wrong category. The Love Yourself hitmaker received nomination for Best Pop Solo Performance for Yummy, Best Pop Duo Group Performance for Intention, Best Pop Vocal Album for Changes, and Best Country Duo Group Performance for his 10,000 Hours collaboration with Dan and Shay. While he's flattered, to be acknowledged and appreciated for his artistry, Justin wanted to clarify that Changes is an R.B. album. And uh, he wrote in the caption, um, he said, quote, to be clear, I absolutely love pop music. It just wasn't that I set out to make this time around. My gratitude for feeling respected for my work remains, and I'm honored to be nominated either way. Um he said that with this being said, I set out to make an R&B album. Changes was and is an R&B album. It's not being acknowledged as an R&B album, which is very strange to me. Um, Changes was released back in February, serving as Justin's fifth studio album and his first full-length release since 2015, Purpose. Uh, Nicki Minaj, she noted that the Grammy nomination day uh by putting it on blast, it, you know, the nominations came out yesterday, Tuesday, November 24. But she um, is still holding a grudge against the Academy. She put them on blast for her 2012 snub. The Anaconda hitmaker still hasn't forgotten the powers that be for failing to give her the best new artist honor following her breakout year. She said, quote, never forget the Grammys didn't give me my Best New Artist Award when I had seven songs simultaneously charting on Billboard and bigger first week than any female rapper in the last decade went on to inspire a generation. They gave it to Bon Iver. Now, meanwhile, Twitter and Instagram lit up after the 2021 nominations were announced following a shocking Week, the weekend was snub also. The Canadian hitmaker who had dominated many of the war shows this year didn't pick up a single mention. And uh, they said that the uh, president of the academy said that he they understand why the weekend was disappointed because we know the weekend went on social media saying that the Grammys was a uh, was a sham. It was rigged, and he the president said that uh you know he understand how disappointment disappointment the weekend was but they he said that there's not enough uh categories to put all the artists in in other words there's so many artists but there's not enough room to put them all in but you would think they would change that i guess you know maybe they need to change that but 
Yeah, the weekend was definitely robbed for sure because he had a big year. He won so many. He won the People's Choice Awards. He won so many American Music Awards this past Sunday. So, yeah, it was shocked. A lot of fans were shocked and disappointed. Uh, rapper and uh, speaking of Nicki Minaj, uh, rapper and new mom Nicki is preparing to lift the curtains on her life on and off the stage for a new docu series. The Anaconda hitmaker, whose real name is Anika Mirage, will share her story in a six. 30-minute episode directed by Michael John Warren, the man behind her two previous TV documentaries, 2010 My Time Now and My Time Again in 2015. And according to producers, the as-yet-untitled series will explore Nikki's brilliantly creative mind and tell the story of her personal and professional journey and will air on the U.S. streaming service HBO Max. Minaj announced on social media on Friday as she celebrated the 10-year anniversary of her debut album, Pink Friday. She said, quote, it's going to give you guys a raw, unfiltered look at my personal life and my professional journey, and I can't wait to share it with you, unquote. And Warren insists the project will be one not to miss for devotees of Minaj, who welcome a son with husband Kenneth Petty in late September. A launch date has yet to be released. And speaking of the American Music Awards, if you did not get to see the awards show, I think they did a great job with it. Uh, Taylor Swift won big. She won big. The country turned pop superstar grabbed three awards out of her four nominations at the Sunday, uh, November 22nd event, including the coveted prize of Artist of the Year. The 30-year-old singer-songwriter edged out Justin Bieber, Post Malone, Roddy Rich, and The Weeknd for the top honor. She was additionally named Favorite Female Artist and won Favorite Music Video for her cardigan visual. Tying Swift with three awards of people was The Weeknd, Bieber, and Dan and Shay. The Blind Light crooner was hailed Favorite Male artist in soul R&B category, while his latest set, After Hours, was picked as favorite album in the same genre. Heartless, the lead single off the album, was also chosen as favorite song. And um, Bad Bunny was forced to ask his planning performance at uh, this year's American Music Award after he tested positive for COVID-19. The hit, the hit maker was teased to, he, he was teased to hit the stage with Jay Cardis for a world premiere performance of their duet, Dakiti, However, their performance only didn't come into being, and on Monday it was confirmed that the star had tested positive for the coronavirus. Although no details were provided as to whether Bad Bunny is showing coronavirus symptoms, uh, it was reported by Entertainment Tonight that he was seen virtually presenting from his home during the AMAs. And it was a successful night for the singer, whose real name is Benito Antonio Martinez Alcasio, who accepted the favorite album, Latin Award for Christian Serratos for YHLQMDLG. After the show concluded, AMA officials announced him as the favorite male artist, Latin artist on Twitter. That's right. And radio, uh, Rockers Radiohead had expressed their disappointment after the engineer responsible for a 2012 stage collab, which killed their drum technician, acknowledged his negligence eight years too late. Scott Johnson lost his life on a stage roof collab while he was setting up for the band at Downview Park in Toronto, Canada. But 13 health and safety charges filed against Live Nation bosses, their engineer Dominique Cogliari, and and the contractors at Oaktech Staging were staged in 2017 when a judge ruled the proceedings had taken too long to complete. And earlier this week, officials at the Discipline Committee of the Associates of Professional Engineers of Ontario conducted a hearing to investigate uh, Congaree's action uh, uh, leading up to the tragedy, and during his testimony, the now-retired engineer admitted he was at fault. However, Radiohead was who had spent years trying to bring culinary and event executives to justice, considered his confession too little too late for Johnson and his loved ones. And KISS, the rock group KISS, they're getting ready to prepare to rock the heavens to usher in 2021 with a big New Year's Eve bash live stream from the United Arab Emirates. The stars plan to rock and roll all night for the huge gig, which will take place at the Atlantis, the Palm Resort in Dubai, with an in-person audience expected between 2,000 and 3,000 people, all limited to hotel guests 
who will undergo coronavirus testing and other health and safety protocols before gaining access. Now, KISS are promoting the event at their biggest concert ever, and it will also be filmed with more than 50 cameras and beam out to fans worldwide who will also be treated to a massive fireworks show, which the band hopes will include numerous world records attempts for largest ever pyro display. Now, the Rockers had been in the midst of their farewell tour when the COVID-19 crisis shut the live entertainment industry down earlier this year. And frontman Paul Stanley admits they were searching for the biggest, most extravagant way to return to the stage, and it wasn't going to be in Los Angeles. The end-of-the-year extravaganza titled Kiss 2020 Goodbye will feature a free pre-show live stream, and although the festivities will be timed to midnight in Dubai, Virtual ticket holders will be allowed to replay the show to count down to their own celebrations. And for tickets and more information, visit www.kiss2020goodbye.com. That's www.kiss2020goodbye.com. That's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. I want to wish everybody a happy and safe Thanksgiving. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. Take care and have a great day.